0: Hello, this is Josh Chrisman, pastor of the Anchor Church of Cambridge, located in Cambridge, Ohio. I wanna say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life that God has called you to live. Praise the Lord, you can be seated today. <clears throat> it's great to be in the house of the lord and and to feel his presence to know that God is here to direct us and give us what we need amen the only question is are we going to receive it <laughs> amen so that rests in our lives today but I so appreciate uh, my nephew Matt and uh Bubba's not here, but we call him Bubba, but we miss him, and uh, we look for him to be totally healed, amen, amen, appreciate the music today, thank you so much for being here, and and, amen. Amen. God, I love the choice of songs today, Amen. I just want to fall in love with Him, all over again, Amen. He's such a good God. We miss Pastor and his family today, and just doesn't seem the same, does it? When the crew's not here, but we are, we are here to do the very best that we can and fill in today, and uh, we give honor to. Pastor Josh Chrisman, and and the work that is being done here. What a great work God's doing in this town. Amen. Give honor to Bishop, Bishop Aaron Bounds, and I guess you guys are going to enjoy a great service tonight. I know Brother Smith will thrill you in lots of ways. Amen. Uh, We had him in Lewisburg here a couple years back, but give honor to him. He is very dear to my heart, his dad, Frank Bounds. Long lifetime friends. Amen. But it's good to be here in the house of the Lord. Amen. Why don't we stand for the reading of the word today? And I'll share one verse of scripture with you, and then we will pray. Uh, it's found in the book of Second Timothy chapter number 2, And verse number 21, 2 Timothy 2, verse 21. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. Scripture says, if a man therefore purge himself. Who's doing the purging? Himself. Amen. So, the action today relies, it lays in our court to do what we need to do. Then, uh, He says we will make a life, he will make us vessels of honor. And That's my message today. I want to preach to you about being vessels of honor. Vessels of honor. And if I could, I'd like to phrase it like this. Make my life a work of art. Make my life a work of art. We are in some respects, we are producing a portrait of our life as we live out our life. We are producing uh, a portrait of ourselves that is going to be judged one of these days. And make my life a work of art. Art is defined as this, the production of that which is beautiful. More than ordinary. Significant, expressing appreciation and value. That's what I want to be. How about you? A production of that which is beautiful. And God always makes beautiful things, don't He? Amen. Because He don't make any junk. Everything that He makes is good and perfect and lovely. Amen. And we want to appreciate Him today. Let's pray today today. That God will help us. Lord, we look to you with this message today. Ask you, God, that you would direct our words. Help us. We might speak the things that you would have us to speak. Open up our hearts to receive your word. Pray, Lord Jesus, bind everything that would hinder your word today. We take authority over it in the name of Jesus. And we ask free course in this building today. Lord, for all that you do, we'll not fail to give you praise, for we ask it in Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. amen. And you can be seated today after you ask someone, How do you like my portrait? Hopefully, it is our desire today to be a vessel of honor. I just don't want to live my life just for no reason at all. I want it to count for something. I want it to be a testimony of the greatness of God and what we've already heard here in this building today, that some of us weren't always as we are now. Man, because the Apostle Paul said... And such were some of you, but you have been redeemed, you have been changed. And thank God for his redeeming grace that has touched our life and helped us in every way of our life. I'd like to go a few verses earlier in this chapter and look with you in verse 19. And the Bible says, Nevertheless, The foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal. The foundation of God is safe and secure. We don't have to worry about the foundation because the Bible says we are to build upon Jesus Christ, himself being the chief cornerstone. And if we build on Jesus Christ, We're going to stand the test of time. Amen. So as you get your painting ready to put on the easel today to begin to work on your portrait of what you want to be in the eyes of God, man, we want to recognize the fact that you already have a great foundation. Amen. And we are built upon Jesus Christ. Man, he is the only thing that you need today. Contrary to what you may think. Oftentimes we think, well, if I had enough money, I, everything would be okay, amen. You need Jesus more than you need your next meal. You need him more than you need finances. You need him more than you need your next relationship or your next job, or whatever may come in your life, you need him to be a part of every decision process, and everything that you do, you need him to be there to help you. <clears throat> My brother Tim snuck in on me, amen, so I see that he's here, Lord bless him, amen. And so the foundation of God standeth sure. It's established having a seal. And in the Roman times, Paul uh, was no doubt referring to the Roman seal. Amen. It was unconscionable to break the Roman seal. You didn't break that seal. And the seal of God, we are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Amen. The Holy Ghost that comes into our life, it seals us and keeps us in a place that God can work with us. Amen. Our life is being painted right before our very eyes, and what we need to do is establish the very facts that I need him with every stroke in my life. I need his presence. I need his power. I need him to promote everything that's going on in my life. Amen. You need him in your business. Man, you don't need to be minding your own business. You need to be minding His business, amen. Man, and so He says, uh, uh, "The Lord knoweth them that are His." No doubt, Paul was talking about uh, things that happened in the Old Testament, and Moses even uh, made mention of this uh, of this passage the Lord knoweth them that are his in the book of Numbers and there was some rebellion that was going on man and uh, Korah had come up against Moses and, and had rebelled against him uh, in saying that you've taken too much upon you and we, we need to relieve you of some of your responsibilities and so uh, uh, the Lord knoweth them that are his. And so he says in the next part of that verse, he says, and let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. We have to make up our minds which side that we're going to be on. And likewise, uh, Paul was referring back to the book of Numbers in that he said, you need to stay away from the tents of Korah. Because something very negative is going to happen over in that camp. And you need to stay away. Well, you need to decide who you're going to serve. Amen. And and to us today, we need to make decisions that are life-changing. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. I'm making up my mind. I'm going to serve the Lord. He says, but in a great house, and of course he's talking about the church they're not only vessels that are used to make uh, vessels, and they are used to maintain the ministry of the house man, and they're vessels of gold and silver, and also of wood and of earth some to honor, and some to dishonor in other words, there's two forces that are at work There's those of true righteousness, and there's those of false doctrine. Do you realize that there's an enemy that's out after uh, uh, your, your portrait to paint in some dark areas in your life? Amen. But greater is he that's within me than he that's within the world. God wants to protect you from all of the adversaries. He wants to protect you from false doctrine. Amen. That's why that he placed a vessel of honor here in this church. Amen. The reason why this church is prospering is because of the anointed preaching of the truth of God's word through Pastor Chrisman. Amen. And giving you the truth week after week and helping you to get to a place, amen, that God can do the work in your life, amen, the reason this place is blessed, is because, amen, of the man of God, amen, uh, he makes it look so easy, doesn't he, and stands up here and just ministers the word of the Lord, and I so enjoy listening to him, amen, he makes it look so easy, but you know what? I was listening to a program this week, and this was, uh, what, a 25th anniversary of Diana, yeah, being killed. Anyway, they had a special program on, and uh, the man that was, uh, was talking about it said that she made everything look so easy because she prepared, and her preparation was, was just amazing. Her time that she spent preparing. And when she stepped into the role that she was to perform, it looked so easy because she was prepared. <laughs> man, and likewise, amen, with Brother Josh. Man, he steps in here because he's prepared. Man,
1: God has all...
0: Uh, you don't realize behind the scenes what all takes place. Before you ever mount this pulpit, man, there's there are struggles, there are issues, amen. But you have to have to realize that there's a great God, amen. That's working on our behalf, and He's going to meet us here, amen. Every time we come together, amen. It looks easy, but it takes a lot of preparation. I was thinking about Samuel, and he went to the house of Jesse and and to anoint a king. And he said, uh, he said, we're going to sacrifice first. And Samuel got it right. Amen. Sacrifice before anointing. Man. And so when we sacrifice before the Lord, then he can anoint us and give us the word that we need to have. Man, but... It, Paul talks about the church triumphant, amen, this great church, amen, that we're a part of. Aren't you glad you're a part of the church? Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm glad we're a part of the church, amen. It's the church that has brought us to where we are right now, and, and uh, the church triumphant. It has been engineered and built by the hand of God, amen. Everything that we have, God's already purposed that we can have it. Man, do you realize that every promise in the book is yours? Every chapter, every verse, every line, amen, can help us with our struggles in life. Amen, if we just fall in love with Jesus all over again, amen, and give him our all, he can make something beautiful out of our lives that we ourselves can be amazed and say, I didn't realize, hey man, that, that this could happen in my life. But it's a result of what God can do. I took Matt up when he was down this last time up to my mountaintop uh, getaway, riding a four-wheeler up around the ridge and on top of the mountain. And up on top of the mountain, there is a, there was a, tree that was there, and I was looking at that tree, and and so I started, you know, I started uh, talking badly about the tree, and I said, man, that's an ugly tree, had a place cut out of the side of it, you know, and it was leaning crooked, you know, this way, and, and so I started, you know, I was just, I was just giving that tree, I thought, man, somebody needs to cut that thing down. It's, not, it's, it's an ugly tree. And then I got a sudden rebuke from the Lord and said, you don't know the history of that tree. You don't know how it struggled for water during the drought when it was born. You don't know if you would cut it down and if it would die and the rings would tell the story of what's going on in that tree. Man, You don't know the storms that it's weathered and how that its limbs were torn off at one point. You don't know the history of that tree. And so I got my rebuke. I said, yes, Lord, that's a beautiful tree. I changed my opinion about the tree. And folks, we need to realize I got to look at things a little bit differently. Amen. Because God comes into our life. He begins to change us and to make us what we uh, what we should be and what we ought to be. And everything that he does, he wants to do it for the purpose of bringing you to a place of fulfillness in him. Amen. Jesus' expectations for us is to produce a vessel of honor. A work of art. Amen. That which is Beautiful, more than ordinary, significant, expressing appreciation and value. Amen. And I believe that God has men and women here today that are working, working hard to try to do the right things, make the right decisions, amen, because one of these days we're going to present our canvas before the Lord. And it's all going to be borne out. Well, you know, you had opportunity on September the 4th, 2022, to make some real changes in your life. Amen. And you had opportunity to make some major decisions. Amen. But uh, because of different things, you decided not. And those are going to bear out in your portrait. He wants to make our life a work of art. I read a story about a man at a metro museum. There was an art display uh, of Rembrandt, on the famous artist. And it says uh, one of the men was going through looking at the paintings. And he made the comment. He said, I really don't think... Rembrandt was that good of a painter. The curator said to him, he overheard the comment, and he said, you're not here to judge Rembrandt's paintings because Rembrandt is already a classic. He's already uh, uh, renowned. He's already established his name as a painter. Whether you like it or you don't like it is immaterial because he's already classic. He's already uh, had the esteem of being uh, a great artist. Man, his painting already had greatness. Man, already a classic. Man, and whether we like it or not, it is esteemed as such. Man, like the church. Everybody say, like the church? Like the church, it's a great house. Amen. It's not on trial because it's already perfect. God has created everything we need uh, to establish us in his truth. Amen. It's already been through the fire. And the fire couldn't burn it. It's already been through the flood. And the flood couldn't destroy it. It's the church triumphant, amen, and it's built by the hand of the Lord, amen, whether you agree with everything the church does or not, it's already great, amen, whether you want to be a part of it or not be a part of it, It's your decision, but the church is a great entity, amen, that will save your soul and the souls of your family and bring you to a place of eternal life. Think about it today. He wants to bring us to a reward. Amen. Amen. So he wants to produce in us. How you doing with your painting? You okay so far? All right. You don't want to take it off the easel yet, do you? Man, let's. All right, let's 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 look at this. And he says, "And purge ourselves from these." Wow. Paul left me an open letter, didn't he? These. So I'm going to pick and choose. Amen. <laughs> I'm going to pick and choose. He said, purge ourselves from these. He shall be a vessel of honor uh, and shall be a work of art. He says in verse 4 that we are to keep ourselves from the affairs of life. Wow. Amen. I got to read that. You got that verse? Matt, read it to us. No man entangleth himself with the affairs of this life. And he broke it down into some categories. He broke it down into that of a soldier and that of an athlete and that of a farmer. And that if these men do those things that are, uh, that are right for them to do in those affairs, he will be a vessel of honor. Man, you got to purge ourselves from rebellion. And uh, the first thing you l- learn in military is the chain of command. You learn how to obey your superiors. You learn how to follow orders. Regardless of what they are, then. And uh, when you w- when you establish yourself as a soldier, you are you are in the army uh, of uh, of of that entity, and you need to follow every order that's been given to you. And then, as an athlete, if you are to be uh, uh, compete as an athlete, you got to go through the paces. You got to have the right diet. You got to exercise right. You got to uh, gotta pump that iron, you know. Some men talk about their their guns, you know. Gotta get those guns up. I told Linda, I said they got guns, but I got marshmallows. I said, check this out. That's a marshmallow. That's soft, Amen. <laughs> hey, so athletes are going to be successful. They got to follow uh, the the routine. The farmer, if you're going to be a successful, farmer, I raised a garden this year for the first time in I don't know probably 20. Man, that's uh, my retirement commitment. You know, and I said, okay, I'm gonna raise a garden. I'm retired now, and <laughs> um, I I I planted two rows of cucumbers and didn't get not one cucumber. I don't know what happened to them, the rain got them or whatever, I, I planted squash, didn't have not one squash, they might have plenty of green beans, they might my green beans done done well, the thing about it is, I only planted one row of green beans, I got to picking on them, you know, we got a, you know, Linda cooked up a good mess of them, and I went back to pick them, and got two messes off of them, and that was it, and now I'm enjoying my corn, man. Uh, able to have a little bit of corn, but if you follow the laws of agriculture and you plant as if you know what you're doing and you follow the laws and you weed it and you take care of it, you're going to reap a harvest. Amen. But I'm telling you, if you don't purge yourself Amen. From the affairs of life. And you don't follow uh, the word of God to its strictest order. Amen. Somewhere along the line, Amen, you're going to fudge the line and something's going to happen. And you're not going to have any cucumbers and you're not going to have any squash. And your painting is going to be smudged. Amen. So you've got to purge yourself from the affairs of life. And then, verse 12, you got to deny. Amen. Uh, we must not deny him. we got to make up our mind whom that we're going to serve. Man, verse 13, we got to get rid of unbelief. Amen. we got to get rid of some unbelief. We've got to have some faith that we're going to uh, be successful We've got we to put those seeds in the ground and with, with with the thought that we're going to have a harvest. Man, we got to do the right thing. we got to have faith in God. You don't have not one problem God can't solve. I don't care what it is. You've got to have some faith to believe that it's going to be. Amen. And he can make it to be so. How about... 14 through 18, false doctrine. you got to stay away from false doctrine. You can get some really dark places on your canvas if you're going to yield to false doctrine. man. But you know what? I think the beautiful thing about God is that regardless if we make mistakes or if we unknowingly make mistakes, He can take a mistake and and make it look like it was intended to be a part of the painting. You know, a professional artist—they can do things like that, can't they? They can say, "Whoops, whoops, I—I messed up here. That—that that was supposed to be—that uh, was supposed to be something else." And—and and all of a sudden, uh, their artistic ability say, "Well, you know what? That looks like." Uh, something that can fit into the painting that looks like that should be a pumpkin or something, you know. And they make something out of it that wasn't intended to be. That's what God can do for our lives, man. He can take the things that are that are not as though know that they are, because He's a God that can speak it into existence. I can promise you the moon. I can promise you make you all kinds of promises, amen. But I, don't, I, I can say, you know, if it's the Lord's will, I can do this. And it may work out, and it may not. I'm human. <clears throat> Something may happen that, that I can't fulfill my promise. But the Lord is faithful. And what he promised, he's going to fulfill it. He's going to do it. Whatever he said, he's going to do. And the thing about it is, he has creative capabilities. See, if it looks like it can't happen, he can create it to be like it's gonna be because he's God and he cares about us so very much. Every integral part of our life, he wants to help us. Uh, 16 says we gotta purge ourselves. Everybody say purge yourself. How, how's your painting coming along now? You work working on it? You need to go back and look at these again and say, yeah. Look what it says. It says, profane and vain babblings that lead to ungodliness. There's a lot of times that we've been talking when we need to be listening. There's a reason why the God gave us two ears and one mouth. Because we're supposed to be doing twice as much hearing... As we are speaking, Amen. We are supposed to be slow to speak and slow to wrath. We are to uh, we are to let God uh, uh, move our lives. We, you know, when when we say something, we need to make sure that, you know, that we say it in the right way. I've had uh, one of the best teachers. Uh, Sister Linda in my life of keeping me in check when it comes to saying things. David? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know the look too. She's probably out there staring at me right now. (laughs) But thank the Lord for it. Man. And oftentimes i said, what did I say? She said, it's not what you said. It's the way you said it. It's how you said it. we got to be careful how we speak. Amen. And these things will help us. Man, purge ourselves from false teachers that overthrow faith. Purge ourselves from iniquity and those that dishonor. Man, if we're going to have a work of art... We got to go in, we got to allow God to mess with our stuff. We got to let the word of God begin to permeate in our soul and look into the perfect law of liberty where there is everything that we need. You want to know how to treat your neighbor? Amen. God's word will tell you how to do it. You want to know how to uh, uh, your employer? God will teach you how to do that. We need to be because God's trying to produce a work of art in your life and he wants to make it where he can be proud of it to look upon one of these days. We got to help him, amen, by purging ourselves of those things that are going to be contrary to what he's doing in our life, amen? We must go beyond ourselves. One man said, well, how far is going beyond ourselves? He said, the band said, I don't know, but one day I got caught in the jungle and got chased by a lion. And he said, I didn't know how fast and how far I could run until time came. Man, we got to go beyond ourselves. When conflict happens, let's fall on our knees and let God direct our paths. Amen. And if we made mistakes, amen, he can rectify them. Amen. He can take care of them. Amen. Uh, One, we had uh, an evangelist that come through and says, do what you can and God will do what you can't. Isn't that a good thought? Do what you can. Do the best that you can And what you can't do when you say, God, I just can't, I can't get there. Amen. God will do what you cannot do. And he can take you to that next level. Amen. We all have the capacity of greatness within us. I've seen God turn men around just on an instant. Man, we had a, I was in the home church in Oak Hill, we had a, um, <clears throat> the town drunk stumbled in one night and sat on the back of our pew. And uh, the pastor and I had, uh, had this, uh, I was going to be the prodigal son, and he was going to be the father. And I was going to jump up and run up there and say, just give me what's c- coming to me what's mine, I want it, I'm out of here, <laughs> and so when I ran up to express my desire to want what was given to me, that trunk on the back seat, he said, I'm getting out of here, these guys going to fight, <laughs> one of the men, one of the men got back there to him and said, no, 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 it's not like that at all, <laughs> you know, and we seen that man changed completely. Man, we were in revival, and uh, uh, he showed up one time, and nobody knew who he was. They said, was that new guy?" That's today? And lo and behold, it was the guy, a man that uh, stumbled in the back seat. Amen. We never know, a man what God wants to do. and Do what you can and God will do the rest. We have the capacity of greatness man, because we have a perfect Jesus. Man, we have a perfect Holy Ghost. We have a perfect church. Man, I know you look around and say, well, I don't see all that perfectness. It is a perfect church. He's working on it. He's maturing it. And he's going to have a have a bride out of that he's going to have a church out of a church and I want to be a part of it how about you? I want the greatness of God to shine through me in every testimony I want God Amen, to be glorified the production of that which is beautiful is what God wants to do more than ordinary significant expressing appreciation and value because one day stand before him and he will view our canvas. man, And what we've done for him will be rewarded. Won't that be an exciting day? We had a a funeral for a, a saint of God here back a few weeks ago and all that they could say about her was Well done. Everything that she did throughout her life, man, well done. Well done. That's what we need to hear, isn't it? Well done, thou good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. Now I'm going to elevate you. Amen. That's going to be good. That's going to be perfect. Amen. So we're here today to work on our canvas, and maybe I've given you some thoughts or some things maybe you can consider maybe not overlook them but consider them because it will bring out some bright colors in your canvas bring out some creativity that you didn't even know was there amen Uh, actually could we stand actually I have very little artistic ability I mean I, I can play the guitar and do some artistic things like that but to draw a picture you could tell me to draw a a dog and a cow and a horse and you couldn't tell which one was which I mean I have zero artistic ability uh, as a matter of fact if you if I was to draw you know I'm I'm drawing the stick men you know if you draw a man that's uh, back to cavemen type things man but God is a professional artist and he'll help you with every every stroke of the brush amen he'll help you amen if you think it's supposed to be green it's probably supposed to be blue man go ahead and take his advice and let it be what he says for it to be because he's going to take glory in your life one day. Can we lift our hands and love him today? Amen. Hallelujah. We love you today, Lord. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Amen. I ask you if it's appropriate, take the hand of the one next to you, and let's pray one for another today. Amen. Gracious God, I pray today, Lord, that you would touch our lives. Help us, Lord, that we would help each other. That we would present ourselves before you daily, Lord, that you might be able to lift us up. We can do nothing without you, Lord. You are the author and the finisher of our faith, Lord. You are, Lord, everything to us. I pray that you would help my neighbor as I pray for them today. Help us, God, to consider, Lord, all the things that you desire to do. Move in a mighty way, Lord. Lift us up, Lord, in your presence. Unify us as a body of believers. Bring us to a place, God, that we'll recognize you in every way. God, that when obstacles come, the first thing that we do is not to panic, Lord, and not to run for some fix, but God, that we'll quietly wait on you and let your word dictate the things that we need. Touch us today, we ask in Jesus' name. Come on, let's give him praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen.